0: Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new
1: discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning.
0: Welcome to Episode 64.
1: And it has been a while. It has been. It's been
0: over a year since we've podcasted, since Episode 63 went up.
1: Yeah, back yeah. in
0: March, we've had some family stuff going on, having to spend some, take some time away from podcasting for me to spend some time with my family. Yeah, so, yeah, but that's been good.
1: And um, what have you been doing? Yeah, well, same kind of thing. We had some family stuff mm-hmm. uh, that had to be involved in, and yep. yeah, but it's all good. And we missed it, so we definitely missed it. We're back, and we're back, and we are going to. Try and make a commitment of every two weeks.
0: We are making a commitment to upload a new podcast every two weeks.
1: About something. And also... Hopefully genealogy and wine. (laughs) (laughs) Genealogy, for sure. And also making a commitment uh, to drink wine more often than every two weeks. Than every two weeks? Okay. For sure. All right. Okay. Um, But... You know, as our, as we always start off with a wine, and um, I posted about this one. I was one of the things I did recently was go to Portland on to visit my off. son. Yep, on our time off. Mm-hmm. Um, without so, me? Yes, without mm-hmm. you. Next time, but I got. I did bring you back a bottle of wine. You
0: did, it's which is really delicious.
1: good. And uh, anyway, it's from Utopia. Is the is the. Um, Vineyard Utopia, and I brought you a 2016 Pinot Noir, and it's delicious. Very good. Very I've, good. I've moved on to more upscale wine. It's, it's very much tell. worth it. <laughs> it's yeah. It's well. I mean, you know, Pinot Noir from it's Oregon. Very smooth. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Russian. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, and then, was, of course, that's on the Ribbon Road in mm-hmm. Willamette, Willamette Valley, mm-hmm. and whatever happens on the Ribbon Road mm-hmm. stays on the Ribbon Road. So I've heard. Yes. I've heard. And I will say no more. Okay. Other than there was a lot of wine tasting right. going on up there. Okay. All right. So. so, in this episode, we're going to talk about um, the Family Search uh, website and specifically their images. And I'm going to try to incorporate something that I've been working on and I found this extremely useful. So,
0: there's so much that they have that you, 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 you just have to keep digging and digging and digging. And there's just such so, a wealth of information there. Yes, but it's,
1: it's very true. And when you when you go on, so what I, did, I went onto their website, I hit the search button at the top. In the drop-down box is images. And when you click the image button, a page opens up that shows you a counter, like a number counter just continually going up. And that is showing you how many things have been digitized and uploaded to the site and it's just it's mind-boggling that this is just happening so fast but none of these things are um, indexed or transcribed they're put in by the area the location that they're from so uh, let's see, so I, you're going to have to dig through meticulously to find the documents that you're looking for. I mean, it's
0: almost like you're going to the courthouse or you're going to the repository and you're actually picking up the physical book and you're paging through it or you're looking at the index in the book itself, exactly. which is because it's been photographed. So I mean that's how I, would, I yes, kind of think about it. Yes,
1: that is exactly what it is. Um, so it's time consuming. And when you, when you first go to this area, you want to type in a broad location, just like if you were at the repository, you'd you know, be in New York, which I this is where I'm looking, so I type in New York, and then that brings me to a page where I can uh, look for the county, so I typed in um, uh, St. Lawrence County, and from there a drop-down box came up with the specific towns, but I didn't have a specific... My camp, my town was DeKalb and that did not come up. So I populated this list with uh, things from other towns and specifically St. Lawrence County. So that's where I'm gonna start. And um, I also need to refine the dates. I knew my ancestor, Jacob Preston, was between 1790, Uh, or 1800, he was in DeKalb to about 1830. So I only wanted to look at the documents that were in that time zone. So that that knocked it down quite a bit. I could refine my search into that time period. Um, So let's see, when I got there, I searched within this DeKalb, like I said, there is no DeKalb, and then um, my records at the top said 780 results super fun, right? 780. Well, I not like that. So that's where I did do that. And where you find uh, the way to refine it is you're going to go to the advanced search, which is again over on the left side down at the bottom. And there's different topics that you can choose from. So I started with the religious records. I refined it under religious records. And up came um, the poorhouse, poorhouse rec- uh, poor records. And I didn't think the family was for poor. I could be completely wrong, but I, I really don't think that was the case. So I unclicked those, and I went with just basic religious records. And now I had 43 records to look at. So it's a little bit more doable. So as I'm looking at that list, I see a lot of them are in specific towns and I could that I could stay away from. And I, I kind of knew that because I pulled up a map to see where DeKalb was, in the St. Lawrence County and where these towns were and how far would they possibly have traveled to go to church. Mm-hmm. So I tried to stick with the ones that were um close by. So that knocked it down a little bit more. And then um these records had marriages and baptisms and birth. Um some of them were the wrong time period uh, once you got into the book, even though the record said 1800 to like 1860, once you got into the book, maybe the first couple were 1810, and then it like jumped to 1830, 1860. I've seen that too, where it'll say, you know, births, marriages and deaths
0: from, you know, 1800 to 1830, but then it just might be deaths up to 1830, but the births may only be. Um, like one year or two years, so it's not consistent yes. with all documents. Yeah.
1: yeah, Well, but on the plus side, if you're looking for somebody in those early years, you don't have to search too far because it's true. just going to be in those first couple <laughs> lines. And um, most of these books luckily did have an index at the beginning, so I could um, go through and see if there were any Prestons at that point. Um, but you still, you have to look through every one of these and, and go through page by page. So I didn't find anything in any of the church records, so I'm like, are my people going to church? Mm-hmm. I mean, surely they did, I'd, but maybe those particular records have not been added yet or, right. or, yeah, or the found. Church, the or church didn't even, keep them or they yeah, were burned or whatever. who yeah. knows. Mm-hmm. So I moved on to everyone's favorite land records mm-hmm. <laughs> and probate, which again, yielded nothing for the probate, there was nothing for any Preston there um, that I was looking for. But the real estate uh, deeds in the St. Lawrence Deeds Record, 1802 to 1882, I found um, that Jacob's four sons all had real estate sold in the early 1830s. And the one I was most interested in was Anson Preston, who is my direct ancestor made a sale to an Elijah Pooler on September fourteenth, 1832, and uh, it listed the book, 21, and the page. So the hunt was on. I'm going to find this document because that was right about the time, or a little bit before the time that he moved out. He, sh- I know he was in Ohio in 1850. This is 1830, so he probably bought something Mm -hmm. in the meantime I haven't discovered that yet but I did want to find this record Um, and (laughs) again when you go to the actual deeds the deed books they're not listed like this there was no deed book 21 and I had to go through so many books just painstakingly you know by year to find the right year and I finally did track it down and it found his deed selling with his wife Stella she was listed there on September 14th and they sold their property for $250 so my next thing once i found this and again i found something but it didn't help me build the relationship between <laughs> anson and his father um but what i did immediately was copy the page to zotero which includes the citation. I copied the citation and the page to my Evernote file, so I have it there. And then I also copied it with the citation to my uh, Anson Preston research file in my actual computer so I've got it in three places lest I think I can't find it again I have three places to go to because I swear half the time I'll save something and I'll be like where did I save it where did I put it it's not here so if I save it to all the places (laughs) that I look at I will find it that so please well, and
0: you and you need to go back and keep revisiting it. The more mm-hmm. you know, you could find out that maybe Poolers are related in some way later on. Exactly, so, yeah, it could exactly. have a whole new meaning for you. you know.
1: Exactly. Well, we'll revisit this Elijah Pooler um, okay. in, in a minor way in a future episode. Um, but yeah, these these image searches and this one when when I found this was just uploaded fairly recently. Like within the last two years, so you need to go back and keep looking because they're like you said, you the, the ticker is always uploading. You have one more, more, right? You have no mm-hmm. idea tomorrow what yeah. they're going to be uploading yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so keep
0: checking. Yeah. And the dates too, um, I found um, pleasantly surprised. Like some of them, the um, with the record set, it says you know the time period, um, but they have since they created that record set added additional records to it and so i have gone in and found like marriages from later periods than what the actual dates on the on the record said and so go in there anyway if that's your county or that's your town and just click around go to the end of and make sure that they haven't added anything that they may not have updated the in, their That's own index to.
1: Very true. Very true. And this image search is also the place that I found previously my Burke family when the the children were I don't know given away. You know, one was sent as an apprentice and one was uh, adopted. Um, all that paperwork, mm. the guardianship paperwork and and whatnot, right, the adoption right, right, paperwork yeah. and. Apprentice paper, all that was in the images. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Mm -hmm. indexed. And there's so much in there. There's so much in there.
0: I know my sister-in-law, she's going through... When we went... We did a... um, road trip to kentucky and we did on-site research in the courthouse and i think it was the first deed book had not been indexed there was no index for deed book one and we were under we only had so much time there so we started with deed book two and we went on and we found pretty much what we were looking for as, as far as our project was concerned but now at home she's going through that deed book one page by page through And um, through family search, uh, a little bit at a time. You know, she'll do like 10 pages a night or whatever it is, looking for her ancestors that lived in that particular county. So it's so that that's a plus if you're, you know, yeah, and you have to set
1: aside time to do it. I mean, this this took a lot of time. And like your sister in law Mm -hmm. is doing, the handwriting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you you don't know, and hopefully they put the names at, you know, that the document relates to at the top of the document but that's mm-hmm. not always the case. Right. There might be a whole lot of verbiage up there before they even get to who this document is related yep. to. Yeah. And you just have to read through
0: it. Yep. I yeah, through it. you do. And also remember that on film on, on the in the images it's a roll of film that they are that they're imaging but you could have multiple documents, or multiple books on the same in the same film. So if you're like, oh, well, it said that this was a time period, but I'm not seeing any records, keep going farther down, and you'll find, oh, here's book
1: two, and that's my time period. Yes, and on the search website, you can change your view. You don't have to go just page by page. You can put the multiple page viewer, and as you scroll through that, you can see where books begin and end. Yes, that's very helpful. Because some of these, the ones I was going through, had land records and probate, and I think there was something else. They were all mushed together yeah so you do you have to you have to look all the way through or you might miss something yeah yeah for
0: sure yeah
1: and but a lot of them do have indexes or they've at least attempted
0: to do an index either at the beginning of the book or at the end of the book and that will hopefully give you some guidance
1: yes so I'm still on the hunt for these uh for the Prestons and I will have other places to look
0: yeah for sure
1: yeah
0: but I wonder how much of the um that would be something interesting to if you could contact someone in St. Lawrence County to see what books are available.
1: Yes, we'll have to save that for another we, episode. Let's, let's talk
0: about that in another podcast, yes. shall we? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Compared to what they have on on, um, on Family Search versus what is actually yes. available locally. So yeah. that can be two different things too. Yeah. All right, are you gonna tell us about that later? I will. Okay, is that a teaser? It is. Oh, awesome. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, good. So definitely, I love that. Yeah, the images are great. You just got to roll up your sleeves and
1: yeah. So hopefully, all it. of you will go out there and try that if you haven't tried it before. Try the, try all the different things under search. There's, you know, try the catalog, try the wiki, try everything. It's it, it's an amazing wealth of resources on family search. Um, it really is. Yes, things that yes. you might never have tried before. Yeah. Don't stop with just putting
0: your family, your your ancestor's name yeah. into the into the search itself. But yeah. yeah yep there's there's tons of stuff there so all right happy hunting everyone. happy hunting so it's good to be back penny yep. thanks for the wine enjoyed it cheers thank you for listening please email us with any questions or comments at genealogy
1: happy hour at gmail.com visit our website www.genealogyhappyhour.com for additional resources books and wines Don't forget to drink responsibly and never drink around genealogical documents.